I love that. I don't know what that bit was at the end. That just came up. That was that was in your design workshop. You obviously found something, pressed a button, and it just came up. Uh, yeah, but but didn't actually know how I'd done it. So I'm just going <laughs> to say that I, I yeah I made that bit to come up with it, Michelle. I don't know I don't know why. Anyway, you're Michelle, aren't you? I'm Michelle Marshall. <laughs> I'm Keith Ellie. <laughs> Welcome to Hair Talk. And, and we more. Are Hair Talk. And more. <laughs> and more. <laughs> and more. Much more. <sighs> Much more. Thank you for joining us here again on another live slash not live, live, not live, slash live, <laughs> not live, slash live. We're all too busy in the salon at the moment. So we've, we have pre-recorded this. Uh, however, it does mean you can still leave comments because we will get back to them probably about three in the morning when we're still awake thinking about that client that's coming in in the morning. Goodness me. And if, and if you're listening on podcast, you know, please reach out, join, you know, subscribe to our channel on YouTube and join us over on Facebook page, Hair Talk and More. And yeah, there is more. You're so much better at that. Oh, I think I forgot to do that on the last live slash recording thing we did. I think I completely forgot to say. Subscribe, hit the subscribe subscribe. subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, yeah, like I said, just use the comments bar down in the corner. It's the you know, I think what we're going to be talking about today is there's been loads of talk about it. Um, on well, every single time I go onto Facebook at the moment, there's another comment about patch testing. <laughs> I think I don't know. You're probably the same as me, and everybody listening or watching is probably on so many different groups, probably more groups than we ever were before coronavirus. And as you said, every single group, there seems to be a question, a statement, a panic about patch testing and skin testing or the... Yes, do, do you we prefer do patch do? test or skin test? Because I I don't like the word patch test. I think it sounds really. This is just my opinion. I, 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 it doesn't. It sounds a bit cheap to me. It's just my, <laughs> I'm not having a patch. Really not cheap. Patch test. Patch test. It's like skin test. I don't know. It, 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 patch. It's just a patch. Patch of what? Patch of grass. Patch, of, <laughs> patch, of, patch on the top of your head where you're going bald you know when you talk of patch on your clothing what, what are you talking about when you talk of patch if it's a skin El test I know it's on the skin patch. elbow patch you know where are you oh, yeah patch testing you're right though I mean like I said, it's a really good point with the amount of um, groups that we're now on I think that's got ex exponentially that's got so much yeah that's grown so much over lockdown so when you go onto Facebook, Instagram, things like that now, you're getting almost bombarded with four billion people's opinions on, or information they found somewhere, normally on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> about what they should expert. be doing. Everybody's an expert. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. But I just think that everybody, as you said, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's an expert. The, I think my feed is just full of groups and information. And for some people, how do you sift through all of that information and know what you're taking on board is actually one correct, one going to actually is what you should be doing, and you're not just listening to somebody's opinion? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get it out there right now. Not 
anything rude just before if you're listening in online it's not i'm just going to get out the fact that um, if you use a particular <laughs> did you say dongle i said it's not keith's dongle i'm having a problem dongle is actually what you go on the internet with just saying <laughs> michelle no i wish you could see this behind the scenes because michelle's got so many different words for different things that mean nothing to do with whatever it is she's talking about it's brilliant and i can't absolutely... irritate a lot of people but thankfully i don't irritate keith so that's <laughs> oh i love it there's always a new word you come up with it's fantastic um i mean straight out from well from the start if there's a particular brand you use your brand will always tell you what you have to do and if you want to get um you know, I believe that if you want to get your cover legally, then you have to do what the manufacturer is telling you what to do. Um, and as long as you follow that, I think you're okay. Um, and that's all, that's my advice I'd give to anybody off the cuff is to, if you're unsure, don't listen to Sandra on Facebook who's got an opinion on it or Daniel who's got an opinion on it on Twitter about what you should and you shouldn't be doing. Go direct to your product company and find out directly from them what do I need to do to make sure that I'm covered by insurance when I'm doing hair colour? And they will tell you. Yeah. And and there was a whole, I don't know whether you saw it, and you know, people watching or listening may have seen it. There was a whole thing about, yes, but the manufacturer has said this, but if you open the box, it tells you this. And there was a whole, there was like a hundred comments on. Have you opened the box? What does it say on the box? Well, I think they're lying. I'm sure they're lying. They they're telling me this and they're telling me that. And I was I I was just a bit taken aback by the level of boredom people must have been <laughs> to actually be truly commenting on this. And I think I commented on one because I'd had enough and I just said, look, guys phone your insurance phone the manufacturer what they say is what you should be doing like you said they're not making it up they don't make this sorry they don't make this shit up you know they, they have a duty of care to the people that mm. they sell products to and i think the, the other big thing that gets me with this especially because it's you know, coronavirus is the is the big thing everyone's talking about. And because we've got coronavirus, we've got to skin test. Well, you know, if you're saying that, then every time somebody has um, a flu vaccine, you should be skin testing after that, yeah. which is which is true. You know, there's lots of things that happen throughout the year where people, you know, if you get, look at me, I've covered in tattoos. But, yeah, if you have a tattoo done uh, or a client has a tattoo done, they need to be skin tested. Uh, if you're using a new product within a brand of a house, so L'Oreal, Redkin, and they've brought out a different, you need to re-skin test for that particular product. So, you know, whether people have been doing that or not each time before COVID, I don't know. However, it, it, like I said, it's it, listen to your product company, listen to your insurance company, and that's all you need to listen to. Um, you can get Color Star. I mean, what you're... Color Start, the sticky, oh. again, if you're listening online, Color Start's a company that um, they provide like a generic skin test that you can send out. I mean, in that respect, it's quite good because you can post it out to clients and they can, it's a bit like the old bubblegum stickers from years ago. So those of you that are our age, uh, used to go going to a shop, a sweet shop it used to be called, and you could buy these bubble gums and it'd have like a little um, 
tattoo thing that you could you could then put some water on it and you could put it onto your skin and it would stay on your skin and this is is very very similar to that so it's a transfer that stays on your skin but gives you some sort of um it, if you've got any reaction to color it's supposed to show it but i know i've got some views on that what, what are your views on that michelle well i think we did i remember probably maybe 12 years ago buying some color start to try it because we had some customers or guests that live too far away to come in for a skin test so we would post those out to them but the actual life expectancy of this box was very short so we, i can't remember how much it cost at the time for a box it was like 80 quid you know it was expensive for a box of them and i think we used about five you used to oh you used you used four or more than I did when I bought a box. I mean, it may well have come. I don't know what the cost is of them now. It may well have come down in. No, in I, there's actually some information that I on another group that I saw a whole on the same skin testing thing. People were saying panicking about getting color start. Apparently, there are only certain insurance companies that will insure color start for a start because the insurance company says follow your manufacturer's instructions and the manufacturers in you know we know that in a in the color is not just ppd it's whatever else is the color is made up from and you can have an allergy to any of those ingredients so the color start is just ppd so if your manufacturer uses a different PPD, you know, there's, I can't remember, there's PPD, there's a few well, PPDs in every single colour that's manufactured, whether it's tattoo ink, um, clothing, whatever, it, it's in absolutely everything. So if you've got a reaction to that, then you're going to have, well, it doesn't matter what colour you put on your hair, you're going to get a reaction to it. If you don't, however, have a reaction to it, like you said, you might be another ingredient, because there's hundreds of ingredients in these products that you yeah. may be allergic to. And, you know, then you could fall into deep water. You've done your colour start. They've come into the salon. You've put the colour on and they still have a reaction. Where do you start oh, with your insurance? But, but Michelle, I've got them to sign a waiver is what I've been hearing a lot. Well, unfortunately, we know the waiver isn't worth the paper it's written on. <laughs> if somebody has an anaphylaxis shock, I'm not sure their relatives will go with for the waiver above suing you for millions of pounds. Yeah. And I think the reason why the, the reason why that is is for those that may well have done that in the past or are thinking about doing it is that it's because both parties know that there's a risk. Yeah. That and that's the thing. So as a hairdresser, if you know there's a risk, then you've got a duty of care not to take that risk unless you've done the proper precautionary, you know, manufacturer's instructions uh, skin test. If you're using a colour start and you get them to sign something, then you know that there could be an ingredient in your product that could cause a reaction, which means you're not being uh, colour safe in regards to your client's welfare. And, you know, still signing a bit of paper doesn't really mean anything. Like Michelle said, it's, uh, and I think, again, that's something you can check with your product companies because we're saying this we might be way off the mark so let's get let's get a allegedly in there just in case right? yeah. <laughs> apparently apparently. Um, yeah, apparently 
so yeah just check your again check your manufacturer say i using color start is that something that i would be cover under your insurance and see what they say but in my experience i'm pretty sure and sounding you know for you as well michelle that it is something that they they want you to use their product on that client's hair to find out whether or not they've got a reaction and and color start also have come up with something else and i'm not dissing them because if that's something you use and your insurance company covers it and it's something you're comfortable with everybody's got their own right to make their own decisions so you know please know that myself and keith are not trying to diss any product out there we're just giving our opinion on what we would do as salon owners on our customers that come in the chair and we would follow our manufacturer's instructions however color start i notice again on these groups that Colorstart have come up with something. They've taken those regular little skin test things. They've taken them off. They've rebranded mm. for this year, and they're now charging £15 per skin test. 15 quid? Yeah. 15? Right, okay. Why is that, then? Because they, I think it's a temporary tattoo that lasts longer. I don't know whether it lasts for a couple of years or lasts for a year, okay. but I don't know. I, I know I phoned up, I don't know about you, but I phoned up our insurance company just to ask them, not about Colour Start, but to ask them about, can I just double check? There's been so much talk. I said, what about coronavirus? Do I have to reskin test everybody? No. There's nothing in your policy that says anything about that. You just have to follow your manufacturer's instructions. If it's been longer than six months since you've colored their hair, if they've used anything else since you saw them last, nothing to do with coronavirus being a criteria for making somebody more susceptible or less susceptible to getting a reaction as you said, if that was the case, then we'd be skin testing after flu vaccines. Yeah, well, I think, you know, that's one of the things, you, you know, you think about that and other medical procedures and things that people have. Any time where your body's fighting an infection, you know, you could be more liable or not, not, not liable, that's not the word, susceptible to getting some sort of reaction because your immune system's already working on one thing. And that's often why... Um, skin, that's why skin testing is done, especially those clients have been having it done for donkey's years. It may just mean that your body's trying to sort out one thing, and then you put another, you put a color on it again, and then suddenly you have a reaction to that color. It's because some, you know, your body's just got more and more heightened to it, and that's often why people have reactions to things. Maybe after years and years and years of using one thing, is just that their body gets to a point where it's sort of almost overloaded and then it reacts. So it's important to skin test. I think that's the main thing anyway. Like you said, every six months is, you know, for manufacturers, it might be different for different manufacturers as well. So just double check that with your uh, manufacturers when you're looking at skin testing. But yeah, it, you know, duty of care is a really big thing. And, and certainly, you know, asking your clients about how they are, what it is they've been up to, you know, what they're doing, have they colored their hair? Again, going back after lockdown, have you found that in regards to because Michelle, for those that don't know, Michelle's over in Wales. They've been back a little bit sooner than us in the UK, or I say UK. That puts us all back together again, doesn't it? In England, 
is slightly different. So, you know, we're going back on the 12th. But how's it been? Have people held off from using box colour? So skin testing hasn't been an issue or how has it been? Well, we've just um, taken it that we've skin tested everybody because Mm. if they have been messing around at home and often, not that people want to not say that they have or haven't, but even things like we know that our manufacturer, you know, and, and, I, and again, it depends on the manufacturer, but I'm sure most of them are quite blanket across the board. Even if you use a coloured shampoo or a what you think is like a little toning sachet, that all will break your skin testing protocol that you've got with your stylist or colorist or if you're a stylist with your client. So, you know, anything that they've done potentially need they need to get reskin tested so we just took the stance it's easier just to reskin test everybody mm-hmm. just as a blanket thing it's not been easy but we have just done it but we've i've gone over to jotnote which for those of you who don't know is a online form creator and then you create this form. You can get a free account, but I've chosen to pay because we needed so many different forms. Um, we, you create your own form. The forms then, the link sits on an iPad in your notes section. And you click on that link and it takes you to the form. You fill it in with your guest or your clients. They sign and submit and date it. And it goes into your emails or in your chosen email account. So you've got a record that when you do the skin test, if you want to go digital and not have lots of pieces of paper, we just answer, ask the questions. Has it been longer than six months since your colour? Have you had a tattoo? Is there anything you've become allergic to? Have you had any sensitivities? All of the, like Keith said, all of the duty of care questions that you would normally ask somebody. Mm. You know, to make sure that you're you're not putting something on that they could potentially have. A, there's something that we've always done, you know, like yourself. Yeah. That is just part and parcel. We're not all we've made it more aware. I guess is that it's a tick box, yes or no. If it's a yes, skin test needed. If it's a no, carry on with the service. And then the last one is I declare that. The information I've provided is as truthful as I, to the best of my knowledge, tick, sign, date, submit. So we followed our duty of care. It's not a disclaimer, but we've just proof that we've asked the questions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a good point because, I don't know, I think we can often get into that real... I haven't seen you for ages. How you been? You know, have the kids, have the family. You know, like we do. We just have a, you know, we just have a chat. We we like chatting to people, and sometimes those things can be forgotten about or or not not talked about. So to have something that's written down, especially like I said on that, is it Jot Note? You said, yeah, Jot Jot Note, and we've just got it on iPads. Well, maybe we'll stick that in the comments as well because that's just I I hadn't heard of that, and I think it sounds like a really good idea just to ensure that it keeps you up to speed with when clients have actually had their skin tests done and it gets them thinking about I think one of the things we've certainly noticed with skin testing is we've actually had clients approaching us going oh should you be skin testing us I've read online that you should be again getting their information 
maybe not from the best source and then believing that they're having to have skin tests done. It, it's certainly, you know, trying to make that clear to everybody. And I think it's difficult maybe for those that are on their own, they haven't got anybody else to ask that you want to put that question out there. But certainly know for the future that, like I said, it's always, man, go to your manufacturer first, you know, rather than maybe going straight to Facebook because it's, you know, as soon as you post something out there, lots of people have got different opinions on yeah. what's the right and wrong thing to do. And opinions, you know, won't hold up in a court of law, whereas if you go to your manufacturer, it will do. So, and yeah. It, the, it's not just opinions, is it? It's interpretation of, of the information. Yeah. I mean, I've... A bit similar to you. I know you, you, you do get to a point when you're reading these things, you're thinking... Oh, for God's sake, I'm going to say something. I mean, a couple of times, I, you know, I don't think all of those um, jokey textings, you know, when they, you get the text that's written out, then it gets deleted and then they write down something else that's a bit nicer. Well, the, the amount of times I've written out a, a message to say, stop listening to Deborah from such and such. She hasn't got a bloody clue what she's going on about. Uh, and just had to rephrase and go, you know, be careful where you're getting information from. Da -da 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 -da. I mean, it's, yeah, maybe it's... Um, yeah, maybe that's something the product companies need to be doing. You know, your L'Oreal's, your Wellers, um, you know, as a company brand, come out and say, if you do things this way around, then you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, maybe you know, for those guys, because that would save a lot of questions being asked, I suppose, if the manufacturers actually come out and go, if you follow manufacturers' instructions, you'll be fine. But the best laugh is on, on the Facebook group that I, I can't remember which one, hairdressers helping here uh, you know one of the one of them people were posting what their manufacturers had said and people were still saying i wouldn't believe that because they say on their box of color you have to have a skin test no 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 it it, it was really and people were posting screenshots of their you know of what weller what l'oreal what goldwell what all of them had sent them mm. and so i reached out to redkin and one of the one of the team from education what you know is there a change have has things changed no just follow the traffic light book that you've always had that's what we recommend so for those of you who are maybe under the l'oreal umbrella or the redkin umbrella you know they they have a similar um protocol even if you're matrix or any of the brands underneath the umbrella to follow the traffic like book that you already would have had which are all the questions mm. myself and keith are talking about and as long as you follow that every single time you see somebody and this isn't because of covid this is every time you every time you see somebody to put a color on if you ask them the series of four or five questions before you put it on you You've done your duty of care. Hmm. I think that's the thing. You know, this is, I think, for a lot of people, this is hopefully it'll be it'll get us, those hairdressers that maybe haven't been doing it as as much as they should have been doing it. It'll just get a good practice going out throughout the old in, you know the whole industry where everybody's just asking those questions as a just as we should be doing anyway, rather than oh my god, it's COVID. We need to make sure we're doing these questions and and help us all just maintain that professional duty of care that we have to regards to our clients coming in and their health and well-being 
and you know given a professional service so it's certainly something that yes it can drive you to distraction you know listening and, and, and watching these things but hopefully you know as an industry we'll just do it like you said michelle it'll be something that we just you know we those of us that are doing it already great those of us that maybe aren't it might be something that we're well, it's not might, we might be, we have to be doing it. It's not a might, there's no may or may not. So we will be doing it and uh, going forward from this. Uh, and, and it's a, it's a really good point. So out, of, out of interest, do you and Louise just I'll ask the questions each time? Excuse me, because I've said what yeah. we... Yeah, well, Louise, yeah, she'll ask the questions. She'll, uh, I cut hair, Louise does, does the colouring side for me. Uh, and Louise, just I've got to get a slight offshoot from this as well. Um, she treats every single client as a, a new client as they come in. So we, she doesn't have colour notes. She, you know, every time somebody comes in, it's like, well, we're starting from wherever we are now to wherever we want to be or whatever we want to do next. So, you know, there's no sort of colour notes. So that's, you know, in some respects, it's quite a good way of encompassing the whole thing of, you know, ensuring that your client's safe is like, okay, I'm approaching this as a new colour, so I'll approach it as a new client each time. Therefore, I will ask the questions and then I'll go on to do the colour. And for some people, that might be like, oh, my God, I need my colour notes. However, if you've been doing it long enough, like Louise has, <laughs> if you're doing yeah. it a few years and you've got the experience, you don't really, well, you don't need colour notes. You'll be able to you'll be able to look and be able to tell what those colours are. So, um yeah. That's great. That's that's a great bit of advice. And anyone who's listening, if you want more information on that, please reach out. If you're listening or watching, please drop it in the comments or reach out to to us because we can give you more information on Louise's methodology. I'm sure she'll come and join us one time. And well, I'm going to drag her on. She's she's a bit shy, bless her. I'll get I'll get her on definitely. Yeah. But even, even if it's a bit like um, for those of you that may have watched it. Um, the show that's on the BBC, which we we were both likening our show to, with um, Michael Sheen and oh um, oh what's his name? We can't even remember his name now. Doctor Who, ex Doctor Who. I can't think now. It's gone. But if anybody can think of what that's called, put that in the comment. Help us out. It's called Stage. Pop it in the comments if anyone can think of that. And please drop anything in the comments. You know, we this we, our episode is almost coming to a close. But please, you know, drop anything in the comments. We'll answer them. As Keith said, you know, this may be not a, this may not be alive, but it is a recording and it will be broadcast onto all of our platforms, and we'll be able to give you any advice or help that you may need. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that's it really, isn't it? It's, you know, we're here to help out and hopefully over this last sort of half an hour, you guys have got something from it. If you know, the main thing for me is that, you, you know, if, if anything, you're not listening to Facebook, you're just going straight to your manufacturer to get that information. Anything else you want to add, Michelle? And, and just, you know, as Keith said, go to your manufacturer, go to your insurance, make it part of your process that you do and it's just what you do rather than it being a big dilemma yeah that's so yeah dilemma is i think that's i think you've summed up every single facebook post that's been going on it's like what do i do what do i do what do i do and it's terrifying um, for some people but it shouldn't be terrifying it should just be 
what we do. As Keith said, let's raise the bar on our profession and not make it an industry, but make it a professional professional profession. <laughs> Oh, I love it. And that's a good place, Michelle, that's a brilliant place to end it on. Professional profession. Take care. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye.